Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to today's episode of the Berean Post devotional uh, podcast. We are going through the book of Colossians. Hey, listen, I hope you all had a great week and a good Sunday yesterday. But yeah, we've been going through the book of Colossians. And for those of you that have been following along, we are going to be looking at Colossians 3, verses 22 to 25. And I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. Bondservants, obey in all things your master, according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive, um, from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there's no partiality. When we read the term bond servant, servant or slave in the Bible, we may wonder why the translators, the translators chose different words to represent the same, same Greek word. One possible reason to uh, distinguish, one possible reason for this rather may be to distinguish the ancient form of slavery from the modern sense of the word, which often invokes the transatlantic slave trade and the enslavement of African Americans. So it's important to remember that slavery in the ancient world was not based solely on race, but could also result from being a prisoner of war, in debt, or from other circumstances. The New Testament does not directly condemn the institution of slavery, but instead offers guidance for those who were slaves and for those who owned them. In Paul's letter to Philemon, for instance, he appeals to Philemon on behalf of Onesimus, a slave who had run away. Paul encourages Philemon to receive Onesimus back as a brother in Christ rather than as a slave. So this indicates that Paul's approach urged a change in attitude and behavior towards slaves rather than the abolition of the the institution of slavery at that time. But what would happen if Paul would have said, just let them go, masters, just let your slaves go? Maybe it may be puzzling that Paul did not call for the immediate freedom of all slaves. There was likely a good reason for this and, and a good reason why. It's important to understand that the cultural and economic dependence on slavery in the ancient world was one of the reasons that he said he, he didn't just come right out and say, 
let your slaves go. Abolishing slavery would have been a difficult, difficult to achieve, and it could have led to unrest and rebellion. And that's not what the kingdom's about. Instead, Paul emphasized the equality of all people before God and urged believers to treat all people with dignity and respect, regardless of their social status or position. <clears throat> okay, to break this down in simpler terms, let's say, well, there is. There's a big issue today with wealth equality, and inequality rather. And what that means is that some people have a lot of money, while others struggle to get by. So say a famous Christian leader were to speak up and say that all wealthy Christians should give away their wealth and help those in need. That would cause controversy and some people might not agree with it. It could even lead to problems within the church and, and within society. Well, similarly, back in the day when Paul was around, there was a big issue with slavery. And instead of directly calling for slavery to be abolished, Paul talked about how everyone is equal in the eyes of God. He urged Christian slave owners to treat their slaves with kindness and respect, which was a big change from how things were, were normally done. So this helped to pave a way for a more just and fair society. Now, some people may argue that, well, the Bible promotes slavery because it talks about it. But when you look at the bigger picture, it's clear the Bible teaches that everyone is equal and should be treated equal and with dignity and respect. That's why we should reject slavery in all forms today and work towards creating a more just and equitable society for everybody. In Colossians 3, 22-25, Paul instructs bond servants or slaves on how they should interact with their masters. He urges them to obey them in everything, not just when their masters are watching, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Paul reminds them that they are serving the Lord Christ, not just their earthly masters, and that they will receive an inheritance from the, the, the Lord as the reward. He also warns masters to treat their servants justly and fairly, knowing that they too have a master in heaven. It's important to understand the context of this passage, which is situated in a society where slavery was an accepted part of everyday life. At that time, slavery was legal and an economic institution deeply entrenched in the society's, uh, in society's social and economic fabric. For slaves, their lives were entirely dependent upon their masters, and it was often difficult to imagine a life outside of slavery. However, it's important to re recognize that Paul's instructions did not endorse slavery. Instead, he was encouraging slaves to follow Christ in the context of their current circumstances. He was teaching them to obey their masters as an act of faith and honor to God, not as a way of endorsing the institution of slavery. Although slavery is now illegal in most places, it's still a prevalent issue in some parts of the world, as evidenced by the attention it receives in the media. However, the teachings in Colossians 3 on slavery cannot be directly applied to modern times. Instead, we should strive to ensure that slave owners are prosecuted and their slaves are set free and integrated into society with dignity and respect. Despite this, we can still draw inspiration from Paul's teaching in the context of the employer-employee relationship. The principle of mutual respect, fairness, and compassion as outlined in Colossians 3 can guide our actions as employers and employees, creating a healthy and positive work environment. 
This involves paying attention, rather paying fair wages, uh, providing safe and healthy work conditions, and demonstrating empathy towards employees who may be struggling. By following these principles, we can honor the values of the Christian faith and, and promote a just and equitable society. As bond servants were urged to obey their masters, employees are called to submit to their employers and conduct their work honestly and sincerely. This means that employees should strive to do their best work, not just when their bosses are around, but knowing ultimately that they're working for God and He sees everything. By doing so, they honor their employees and they reflect the Christian values. Similarly, employers are called to treat their employees fairly and respectfully, recognizing that they have a master in heaven who will hold them accountable for their actions. To put Paul's teachings in Colossians 3 into into practice practically for us, both for employees and employers, is to foster an environment that upholds mutual respect, fairness, and compassion. This entails paying employees fair wages, ensuring safe and healthy work environments, and showing empathy towards employees who may be going through rough times. By adhering to these values, we can create a workplace that reflects the principles of the Christian faith and promotes the well-beings of all parties involved. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home.